Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. I'm your host, Kyra Howarth, and we'll be chatting about all things astrology, tarot, spirituality, and manifesting. Hey there, guys, and welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. In today's episode, it is the fourth part of this four-part series about manifesting with the moon. And so today we are talking about the waning moon and how to harness that energy to manifest your goals. Okay, we're talking all around moon manifesting. And over the past few weeks, I have been talking about how to harness the energy of the new moon, the waxing moon, and then the full moon. So if you're just jumping in today and you haven't listened to those other episodes yet, I highly recommend that you do go back and tune in because there's so much valuable advice in there for you to take action on working in alignment with the natural moon cycle, slipping into this natural flow rather than kind of you know, pushing and creating resistance. Okay. It's so much easier when you go with the flow. So yeah, feel free to jump back a few episodes and discover how to work with that new moon, waxing moon and full moon energy as well. So the waning moon, the waning moon is generally that time from the full moon until the new moon, the second half of the moon cycle, those two weeks. And just like the waxing moon, the waning moon can be broken down into a few distinct phases. However, the overall theme of the waning moon energy is release and let go in different shapes and forms. So you'll see that this is a contrast to that waxing moon energy. Those first two weeks of the moon cycle, it's this building energy where we're feeling more energetic, we're pushing through, we're taking action. Then after the full moon, we're letting go, we're relaxing a bit, we're decluttering, we're not taking so much forward action, we're redirecting our energy inwards. So the waning moon, after the full moon, we come to the waning gibbous. So that first week after the full moon is the waning gibbous phase. So the waning gibbous moon, the waning gibbous is typically that week after the full moon, between the full moon and the last quarter moon. So this week, we still are feeling a bit of that heightened energy from that peak of the full moon. But as things start to wind down, it's not like that, that pushy feeling that we feel during the waxing gibbous. Instead, it's more of like a sharing. And so we're using our energy to give to others. It's, it works really well with like that gratitude energy of the full moon, because when we see all this abundance in our life, then during that waning gibbous, we often feel like we can give freely to others and share with those around us. So it does have this really like heart opening sort of feeling to the waning gibbous phase. So this is a really beautiful time when you can direct your energies to donating to others with maybe your time or money or other resources, or maybe offering 
your services to people who need it for a reduced cost or maybe focusing on your free offerings. So giving is is one of the bigger themes of that waning gibbous moon, giving and sharing. Then as we come to that last quarter moon, about a week after the full moon, that last quarter moon is when we start to review and reflect on what's happening in our lives, what needs to change. And so as we're going through that review process, that reflection, then we kind of understand what we need to take action on letting go of. Okay, so that first quarter moon that we talked about in episode two of this series, I talked about how that first quarter moon is all around taking action. And so this last quarter moon has that same sort of energy about taking action, but in a whole new way. It's not like taking action towards your goals. It's about taking action to remove the blockages that are stopping you from reaching your goals. So that last quarter moon is perfect for decluttering, forgiving, making adjustments to your plans, seeing what's working, what's not working, figuring out what needs to change moving forward. And I did just say decluttering. Decluttering, like, yeah, this is an absolute game changer. Decluttering on like a physical level, decluttering things out of your home will absolutely have a positive effect on helping you to manifest the things that you want in your life. And I know it kind of can sound weird if you haven't heard of this concept before, but trust me, it works. So when we're manifesting stuff, sometimes we need to, you know, get rid of the old to make way for something new to bloom in our lives. So that's what decluttering is all about. We're clearing out that stagnant energy to make way for the things that we truly want. So that last quarter moon phase is perfect for identifying you know, where are these pockets of energy in your home that are feeling stagnant, that are affecting your prosperity, they're affecting whatever, like maybe you've got heaps of stuff that's stacked in like the love and relationships corner of your home. If you know about feng shui and, you know, maybe you're trying to attract a soulmate or improve your relationships and you've got all this clutter in this area in your home then of course that's going to be affecting that. So yeah, having a look at feng shui is something I love doing, especially around that last quarter moon phase because I love decluttering and I love seeing those energetic connections between things. So try it, see what comes up for you. And then after the last quarter moon, we have that uh, waning (laughs) crescent phase And that's that last week of that moon cycle from that last quarter moon to the new moon. And during this last week of the moon cycle, we notice our energy is really often quite low. And so this is the perfect time in the moon cycle to relax and, you know, take things slow. It's a really important time for ensuring that you're taking care of yourself. Self-care should be your number one priority during this time of the moon cycle. 
because we need to nourish ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We need to look after ourselves to ensure that we're showing up and doing the best that we can to our highest potential. And we can't do that if we're running on empty. So this last week of the moon cycle is perfect for filling your cup. Do what you need to do. Sleep in, do yoga, meditate, do something creative, like do something that feels really good to you. That's going to make you feel nourished, whether it's on a physical level, you're nourishing your body with wholesome foods, or maybe, you know, nourishing your creativity, nourishing your mind with meditation or doing a social media detox. There are so many ways that you can nourish yourself during this week, uh, that last week of the moon cycle. So there is another phase as well, which I do find important. And it's around the maybe day or two just before the new moon. So we're still kind of in that waxing crescent phase, but this is called the balsamic moon, also known as the dark moon. And it's, yeah, it's like that day, maybe two days before the new moon. And generally you can't see the moon because it is rather closely moving with the sun throughout the sky. And this period of darkness before the moon switches over to a new moon cycle is really important for going within. Like that last day of that moon cycle, it's just like, hibernation mode right it's like it's you know keep to yourself meditate look after yourself sleep in really focusing on that self-care it's like everything I've just talked about for that waning crescent phase really focus your energies to that for that one to two days before the new moon because when we rest we can recharge ourselves and then you're ready to start that new moon cycle again fresh filled with energy and inspiration to move forward and continue to manifest in your goals. So I hope that was really helpful for you to understand how to work with those different phases in the waning moon. There is so much more to discover about working with the moon cycle. So we're just really scratching the surface here. If you'd like to know more about working with the moon, Feel free to join the Moonology course in the Herbal Moon Goddess Academy. In the Moonology course, you'll learn all about all these different moon phases, plus you'll discover how the moon affects us as it moves through the 12 zodiac signs, and you'll discover so much more, including your own personal moon sign, the moon phase you were born under, and how these affect you in your daily life. You'll also be able to create your own daily moon ritual to help you get in tune with this natural cycle in our lives and create more flow and ease in your life. The link to enroll is in the show notes below and I can't wait to see you in the Academy. Thanks for tuning in to this Moon Manifesting series. Don't forget to go back and listen to parts one, two and three for more information on working with the new moon, the waxing moon and the full moon. All of these parts of the moon cycle really help to combine to create more balance in your life and to help you manifest your goals. 
I find moon manifesting is so effective because it's so comprehensive. There's so much to discover as you move through all those moon phases, plus all the zodiac signs. There is so many layers to discover, which can really help enhance your life and help you transform your life in whichever way you want. I will catch you in the next episode on the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast. See you then. Thank you for tuning in to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and tune in for our next episode. Bye for now.